What kind of doctor tells you when you have the flu? It's okay to go out. Don't stay in the house. Go out. Infect others. <laughs> we'll tell I told you, you which doctor. Yeah, yeah. We'll tell you. We'll tell you about that story and so much more. Welcome to the final score. It is December twelfth. Less than two weeks from the big day. Lynn, have you got all your shopping done? The, oh, Christmas. I said, oh, Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, yeah I'm good. <laughs> the big day. I think, you... I think the Super Bowl's in February. Yeah, right? yeah. That The other big day, I'll put it that way. All right, sorry. I wasn't even thinking Christmas. But yeah, I'm all done, man. Rap wow. Must yep. be nice. Must be nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, this week in the NFL, we had some, we had some really good games this week. I mean, the... The 49ers and the Saints, I don't know if you got to watch that. That was a barn burner. Super Bowl preview. Yeah, the the Chiefs and the Patriots was a good game. Uh, the Ravens and the Bills. That was, it was almost a forfeit, the Chiefs and Patriots. Oh, the, you heard about that, right? The equipment didn't show up. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just another, another one of those ironic things that happens when you go to New England. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about... Do we have Spygate Part 2 brewing right now? Uh, you don't need to style the bingle. Yeah, and well, that was my first first thing was why would you spy on the Bengals? I mean, Out there's so the many teams. there's so many teams that you can uh, that you would really you and nine other guys could be the Bengals, man. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> But, you know, we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, but our lead story, what we just talked about, the Jets, Le'Veon Bell, this past week, missed, the, missed Sunday's game against the Dolphins, uh, was ruled out with the flu. And uh, But, you know, somehow Saturday night, he found it, he, he got enough strength together. And I know I always like to go bowling to help get over the flu, uh, but yeah, he decided, and you're contagious, yeah, give it to more people, he decided to go bowling, now, he said, I don't feel bad about what I did, I didn't break any rules, the star tailback said, doctors told him to get out of the house, and not just sit at home, he also explained, he lost eight pounds last week, but still tried to convince his coaches to have to play him against the Dolphins. Jets sent the three-time Pro Bowl home Friday to ensure other players wouldn't contract the bug. But, you know, yeah, we're going to send you home. But you, you go bowling and put your hands in, in these balls that other people use. That, that'll be great. Get everybody else yeah. sick. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know what he's thinking. Uh, yeah. Uh, and also, uh, I don't know if this <laughs> – I know this was talked about before, but he is being shopped around by the Jets. I know the trade deadline, there was rumors of that, but there is definitely um, something going on there. You know, his, his time with the Jets may be short. You know, he stayed with them longer than Antonio Brown stayed with the Patriots and the Raiders combined, but, you know, his time with the Jets may be over. Uh, speaking of Antonio Brown. He's going to go back to the Steelers. Uh, like, you, know, you know, 
during the trade deadline, we talked about that, that there was rumors that the Steelers inquired about him, and those rumors yep. were true. Uh, the Steelers did inquire about trading for him, which, you know, I don't I don't feel as bad about him as I do Antonio Brown. But still, it would be really, really awkward if he came back to Pittsburgh, I think, you know. But, oh, well, as long as he runs the ball, stays healthy, stays on the field, doesn't go bowling instead of playing, you know, we'd be all right. That's crazy. Uh, now Antonio Brown, his name's back in the news again. Last week he comes out uh, apologizing to all the teams he harmed, the Steelers, uh, the, the Patriots, and the Raiders, and, and really wants to get back in the NFL. And then uh, a few days later, someone made a comment on his Twitter about uh, Roethlisberger was the only reason that Brown had any kind of career, and Brown goes on a tirade saying, I was through with that loser years ago. Uh, the NFL is holding me down. They just won't, don't, uh, you know, stuff like that. And, and that that just really, like we talked about so many times before, that hit that he took from Vontez Burflick years ago, two, two or three years ago, I think that's really done some damage to him. I, and I'm not saying this as a joke. I really do think something's, something is wrong. Whether it's You'll never know years. until after he dies. Yeah, I mean, but... You can't test the brain for that until after you die. You know, they got to, they got to be able to put him on some kind of, some kind of medicine to keep his mood swings. I mean, geez, this guy's goes from one, one, one to another. I mean, this, this, was, this was crazy, but that's how it's been all since, since that hit. I mean, it, it's been that way. So, and, and some some really bad news. It looks really bad for um, the NFL. I don't know if you saw this or not. One uh, about Clinton Portis. Yeah, um, I did. <laughs> Four of the ten players indicted were Redskins. Yeah, uh, you know, former Washington Redskins running back Clinton Portis and nine other ex NFLers have been charged with defrauding a league health care program. For retired players are nearly $4 million. The former players allegedly submitted false health care claims seeking to be reimbursed for expensive medical equipment such as hyperbaric oxygen chambers and cryotherapy machines that was never purchased. Ultrasounds and yeah, also, yeah. yeah Crazy. The they players, got away with $3.4 million. Yeah, the charges were against Portis, Carlos Rogers, Robert McCune, John Eubanks, to Merrick Vanover, Seandris Brown, James Butler, Frederick Bennett, Correll Buckhalter, and Ettrick Pruitt. You know. So Portis is the big name on the list. Yeah. The defendants recruited others by offering kickbacks and bribes that ranged up to $10,000 to submit false claims using the information of those recruited according to the indictments. They filed $3.9 million in false claims, and the health plan paid them more than $3.4 million on those claims. But Portis has denied his involvement in the scheme. Whatever. Uh, his statement from his attorney said he had no knowledge that his participation in what he believed to be an NFL-sanctioned medical reimbursement program was illegal. He is completely taken aback by this indictment and will move forward with the process of clearing his good name and those of his fellow NFL alumni. Of course you say that. <clears throat> That's what you say. 
So former, and then there's going to be a plea agreement somewhere. Though. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Former NFL wide receivers Joe Horn and Rache Caldwell will also be charged with conspiracy to commit health care fraud. Joe Horn's a pretty big name, former uh, New yeah. Orleans Saints. He was the one that took the Sharpie out or the telephone out from under the goalpost and made the call. That was great. Yeah. So, yeah, kind of a kind of a kind of a bad look for the NFL right now. Well, I guess the NFL yep. didn't have much to do with that. So, it's not the NFL's fault; it's the players. Yeah. Speaking of bad looks for the NFL, Spygate Part Two in the. <laughs> oh my God! Eight minutes of. The sideline with the coaches' signals and the players coming on the field recorded by the Patriots of the Bengals. Of all the teams. The I mean, teams. So tell me this. Now, you know, Spygate was one thing. We really never heard everything about Spygate because a lot of the, they say a lot of the, there were some tapes, but there was some tapes d- destroyed. Uh, and. I'm like, you know, what is this going to be? Is this going to be one of those that they just, you know, try, turn the head away from? Roger Goodell claims that it's under investigation. But, you know, you know how it is with the Patriots. I mean, yeah. Deflategate, which, you know, they did suspend Tom Brady for, what was it, four games for that? Two games? Is it four or two? I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. think it was four. Might have been four, yeah. I think it was four. But... Yeah, I mean, I, you you definitely have to. Here's the thing with me, and I don't know if you agree with me or not, and, and some people may not. And that's okay. If I'm the Patriots and I've already you know been through Spygate, how arrogant am I that I'm even pointing a camera at another team's sidelines right now? They're they're crazy. I don't know. I mean, that's just arrogant as I don't know what to they be. They think they can get away with exactly. anything. They think that Goodell... But that's, that's Belichick. That's Belichick and the Patriots. I'm not surprised. I mean, and nothing against them as a team or as, as a football team or as a coaches, but that's arrogant. That's just thinking I can get away with whatever I want to. I mean, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right. So... Let's talk about some of these games from last week. We'll do a kind of a quick recap, like we always say we're going to do. Um, third, last Thursday night game, a week. Great game. That was a great game. <laughs> now, the Cowboys go to Soldier Field, take on the Bears. And it starts out, and, and look, it's almost like a cookie cutter Dallas Cowboy game every week now. Cowboys come out first drive, score points, score a touchdown. And then after that, it's all the opposing team. Buffalo did it the week before, scoring 26 straight points. The Bears did it this week, scoring 24 straight points. And then the Cowboys, as always, come back in the fourth quarter and make it look like a respectable game, which it wasn't. It was never in doubt. No. As the Bears get a 31-24 win over the Cowboys. Now, I am... You know, Jerry Jones, I'll give him credit. He is sticking to his guns when he's saying Jason Garrett finished the year out. If I was Jones, I would have fired him after this game. I would have fired him after the Buffalo game. In first place, though. I don't care. If that, listen, 
first place or nothing. You're a pretender. You're not a contender. Six and seven. Six, Six and seven, seven at first, first place, place in the NFC East. NFC least. Yep. That's what it is. Yep. The NFC least. It is pitiful. I don't. Has been for a long time. It's been a long time since I've seen a league or division this this week. I mean, it, there there was some years with the NFC South when you know, of course, when the Panthers won. I mean, won with what? Um, eight and eight. Seven and. Or eight, seven and seven, nine, yeah. yeah, they won it with seven and nine. So I mean, this yep. is this is crazy. But you know, the Bears, Trubisky looked a lot better this week. Maybe he's getting better week by week. Um, but they they moved to seven and six. Cowboys fall to six and seven. Still first somehow in the NFC East. All right, Bengals yeah. and the Browns. Who really cares about this game? The Browns. Get the win, 27-19. The only thing coming out of this out of this game was the fact that Odell Beckham, it come out this week that Odell Beckham wants out of Cleveland, that he's been telling opposing teams, coaches, and players, come get me. Now, hmm. to say I can't, agent do that. I can't agent. blame him because Cleveland is, you know, Cleveland is Cleveland right now. They may be a little bit better record-wise. But they've got just as much drama, just as much stupidity. Or, or I won't say stupidity. I'll say unpreparedness. Incompetent. Not being able to, to be ready for, for certain things in, during a game. Uh, yeah, that's what they are. I mean, they're the same Cleveland Browns. They just managed to put up points. 27-19 uh, win. They go to 6-7. and seven. Cincinnati stays number one in the draft. One and twelve. So then we go to one of the better games of the uh, of Sunday. Uh, the Ravens travel to Buffalo to to play the Bills. And I'll say this: I watched a lot of this game. The Bills had the right defensive scheme to contain Lamar Jackson. He didn't hurt them as much as 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 you thought that he would. They contained him. They they did things to 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 not shut him down, but you know, keep it respectful. He had three touchdown passes, which one of them, uh, I mean, really, he's running. He stops. He just flips the ball forward, and a guy Nick Bull catches it, you know, three yards away. Uh, but not as impressive a game as 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 he's had. I know he's there's rumors like I think he was listed as a quad injury for tonight, but he should be fine. I don't think that's going to affect him. But the Ravens get the win, 24-17. Buffalo, like I said, had the right defensive scheme. Their offense, and, and I'll give credit to Baltimore, their defense gets better every week. And their defense oh. pounded Josh Allen. I mean, he took yeah. some shots. <clears throat> so I'm hoping he'll be a little banged up for this week. But uh, <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder why. But, yeah, you know. There were chances. The Bills had chances to tie it up. They just couldn't couldn't get it done. And one thing that Josh Allen needs to learn to do, I know he's a running quarterback, not as much as Jackson, but he likes to run. When you're you're in the pocket and you're in field, especially when you're in field goal range or getting getting across the fifty, you don't take sacks, especially near the end of the game. You get you get out of the pocket and you get rid of the ball. Just, just yeah, throw exactly. it out of the Yeah, they that was there were several times he took sacks that 
that hurt Baltimore. And I mean, I know he's what second year guy, so he's gonna have to learn. Uh, he was sacked six times. So, and you know, there was there was there was a lot a lot of times it could have uh, it it could have been in field goal range, which at the end they were were in field goal range, but a field goal would do them no good. As the Ravens, Ravens go to eleven two, clinch a playoff spot. Uh, I think they're on the verge. If they win, I don't know the division yet, right? No, they're not. Out of that. I think if they win this week, if they win tonight, I think they clinch because they're or Pittsburgh loses. Okay. they would be right now. They're three games ahead of Pittsburgh, and what are we? Yeah, it would be two games left. So I think tonight, if they beat the Jets, it's, it's a done deal. So, they have the number one seed right now, too. Yeah, they, they're, the they're in control. Yeah. They're in control of the number one seed right now. So, uh, with, uh, oh, happy day last Sunday. We'll talk about that in a, yeah. in a few minutes. We'll get to that. Yeah. yeah. Redskins and the Packers at Lambeau Field. Um, Oof, better, game. you know, it was closer than I thought it was going to be, especially the way it started. Yeah. You know, it, it just looked like the Packers in the first quarter went down the field, did whatever they wanted to. Uh, jumping out fourteen to nothing, but the Redskins, you know, settled down, got to got it close, made it a twenty to fifteen game, and I mean a failed two point conversion at the end. It could have been could have been closer, but um, you know, not not the worst game I've seen the Redskins play, but not the best. No, no, and then fragile Darius Geis gets hurt again. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm about done with him. I'm I'm like now you 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 sit here and, and and think about all these injuries he's had since he's been in the league, a ton of potential, but gosh knows he gets hurt. Can't stay healthy. He, he's he's your next. Uh, what's your time? I are three times in one year. Who's he? He's trying oh, to compete Jordan with Reed. Uh, Jordan, Jordan Reed. Reed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so the Redskins, and this pretty much puts the Redskins out of chance. Believe it or not, after that loss, they are yes. they are not they don't have a chance to win the NFC East. So I mean, believe it. At three and ten, at three and nine, they had a yeah. chance to win, but this put them out of the playoffs. Green Bay goes because they moved the tiebreakers. Yeah, yeah. Green Bay goes to ten and three, stay first in the NFC North. So who's next? We've got. Oh man, this game really surprised me. The Broncos and the Texans. Oh my God! The Texans yeah. are coming off a big, big win against the Patriots, where they just looked like they were heads and tails above the Patriots. You know, looked like this. You know, this is the one to get them over the hump. This is the one Houston's needed. Yeah, they were down thirty-one to three at halftime against Denver. Wow. Drew Locke is now is well, the, yeah, yeah. the quarterback. Yeah. The quarterback carousel could be over in Denver. You know, John Elway loves to bring some quarterbacks in and move them around. But Drew Locke, 22 for 27, 309 yards, three TDs and a pick as they get a 38-24 win over the first place in the AFC South Texans. Now, this game wasn't even that close. Like I said, it was 31-3 at the half and – 14 points in the fourth quarter to make it look respectable, but you got to wonder about these Texans. Now, Texans are, you know, was this, did they come in still thinking about that win over the Patriots? Had to be. Like a hangover, yeah. Had to be like, oh, we beat the Patriots. There's no way we're going to lose to the Broncos. 
Which is so at Denver or at Houston? Where was it? It was at Houston. Oh my, that's even worse. Yeah, so I mean, you go up at home. You go in this game just because you beat the Patriots, thinking we can't lose to the Broncos. Yeah, they showed you otherwise. Yep. Let's see. The game of the day. I watched almost all of this game. 49ers and the Saints. Back and forth. You know, the Saints jumped out, and I was like, holy crap, here we go. But it was just, you know, for two teams that had such great defenses, yeah, the defenses didn't show up on Sunday. There was trick plays every time you turned around. Uh, You know, it was... Unbelievable. It was a fun game to watch. It was. It, was it really was. It was 28, to, the end. 28 to 27 at the half. And then, you know, of course, the play of the game, I mean, no doubt, uh, the, the 49ers are down 46 to 45. It's fourth and two, almost at midfield. Um, and Garoppolo, say what you want to. This may have been Garoppolo's game where he, he cemented himself as a quarterback now. He, he played a really good game. But the guy that, that really did it, George Kittle, on that fourth and two play where he caught the ball, refused to go down, had a guy just dragging this guy down the sidelines with him. Two more guys come up, try to take him down. One guy pulls him by his face mask. The only way he, I think that's the only way he went down was they pulled him by his face mask. Got down to about the, the 40, and then a 15-yard penalty there, and, and that was it. They set, he sets up a... Game-winning 30-yard field goal by Robbie Gold as the 49ers get the win, 48 to 46, in a game that has huge, huge playoff implications and really important for the 49ers in that chase for the NFC West crown. Uh, but yeah, the 49ers go to 11 and two. Saints fall to 10 and three. Garoppolo, like I said, 349 yards, four TDs, one interception. Drew Brees, 349 yards, five TDs, no picks, but they lose an effort. Um, yeah, what this could be a NFC Championship preview right here, uh, and it I, I would hope I would love to see it again. But it's gonna be at San Francisco. Yeah, it'll right be it, It'll probably end up being at San Francisco. Let's go to a game, one of those I don't care games, the Vikings <laughs> and the Lions. Captain uh, Kirk. Captain Kirk does it again. Not the, not his most impressive numbers, but you know, you get the win as long as they got the win. Uh, they go up seventeen to nothing at the half, end up with a twenty to seven win. Uh, Cousins two hundred forty two yards, one TD, no picks. As the Vikings try to keep pace with the Packers at nine and four, the Lions struggling. They fall to three nine and one. Let's see. We have the Dolphins and the Jets. The bowling gate. Uh, but the Jets the Jets managed managed to pull off a win without Le'Veon Bell. Could not be swept by the Dolphins. Yeah. I mean they that was that kind of that would kind of be embarrassing this year. Uh but the Jets get the win on a a last minute Sam Ficken forty four yard field goal. Is Jets get the win twenty two to twenty one. Jets go to five and eight. Dolphins fall to three and ten. Okay, who we got next? We got to have some good games coming up here. Colts and the Buccaneers. All right, this is exactly what I want to talk about because guess what, Lynn? The, the turnover tracker. The turnover tracker for Jameis Winston. 
went berserk this week. And oh. Give me a break. Deion Sanders. I watched... What did he say? I watched, uh, you know, that, what is it, NFL Prime, the game he does like on Sunday nights after the games are over. I watched it Sunday. Yeah, they, replay, they replayed it on uh, Monday morning. I was watching it. And he was just praising Jameis Winston. After he threw a pick six, he said, I know what he's getting ready to do next. What is he going to do? Throw another pick? Because he threw three of them. And they still, oh. the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers still managed to win. 38-35 to 35 over crazy. the Colts. Winston puts up. Did he fumble any? Did he fumble any? I don't think he fumbled it this week. Okay. I think it was just the, tur- the, the interceptions. Let's see. I'm looking. Now, there was a fumble loss. Hold on. Let's let's look. We have to get this uh, right. There was a fumble loss. I'm going to have to pull up my stats. It's just showing on the main page how many interceptions he threw. He has... I'm going to have to look at his stats for the year. All right. Here we go. Nope. He didn't fumble. He was not the one that fumbled. I'm surprised. Uh, I'm trying to see who did it. I know people were surprised. I the running back, running back, they lost it. But yeah, he, he made up for it plenty with the uh, with the three interceptions. Let me look up his stats for the year now. If we give you an update, yeah, the Buccaneers beat the all of a sudden struggling Colts, thirty eight to thirty five. Uh, Colts fall to six and seven. Buccaneers go to six and seven. Now second by themselves in the NFC South. All right. He's put up 4,000 yards passing. 4,115 yards passing. 26 touchdowns. Okay. How many interceptions do you think he has? 20. He did coming into this game. He's got 23 now. Oh. So the turnover, and uh, that's not counting. It won't show me how many fumbles he's lost. Not counting the fumbles, yeah. Yeah, so. Dude, that's a lot. And now, now they're going to say he's he's um, he's got a thumb fracture. You think he was playing with it the whole year? I would use that as an excuse if I was him. But yeah, yeah the Buccaneers get the win somehow. All right, let's go to Arizona. Duck Dynasty in full effect in <laughs> Arizona as Devin Hodges goes for. What is this? This will be the third, third win, third start. Could he get his third win? Pittsburgh starts He's out undefeated. Yes, Pittsburgh starts out great. Gets builds a ten nothing lead on a Chris Boswell field goal with Deontay Johnson with the eighty five yard punt return. It looks like they've got the game in hand. They fumble the ball, given given that the Cardinals great field position. Cardinals tied up ten to ten. Pittsburgh pulls away. And just hangs on. Defense plays another another pretty great game with uh, three interceptions, five sacks, uh, and you know it, it's it's. I'm I'm here to tell you they lost one. They did get one fumble recovery as well. Uh, Pittsburgh's defense is definitely keeping this team in the playoff hunt, no doubt. But uh, you know Hodges is doing things. He's, he's being a good game manager. And and these rookies and and guys you never heard of before. I'm, have you ever heard of a guy named Kareth White Jr.? 
Yes. Okay, that was Pittsburgh's leading rusher on uh, Sunday. Wow. Yeah, I don't think this is a Undrafted guy. Undrafted rookie or something? Undrafted, yeah. He was signed uh, a couple weeks ago when Connor got hurt. He was signed then. Wow. Uh, you, you're, you're leading – your leading passer was Devlin Hodges, an undrafted uh, quarterback. Uh, 16 for 19, 152 yards and one TD. Kareth White with 41 yards rushing. And then Deontay Johnson, who was, I forgot what round pick he was, uh, six catches, 60 yards, a touchdown through the air. And, one, and like we said, that punt returns. Pittsburgh gets the win 23-17 and move to 8-5. Cardinals go to 3-9-1. Pittsburgh still holding that second spot. In the wild card race, and a big, big matchup this Sunday night. They're number six, right? Number yeah, they're, six they're the right? last seed. Okay. So, but they've got a big, big. This, if they could win this game Sunday night, that would move them up to number five. So, wow. it's going to be a tough one there. Um, but they're playing Is at Buffalo high. number five. Yeah, Buffalo five. Yeah. Oh, the real catch-up field. The real right. catch-up field. Yeah, Heinz catch-up. Also, also makes a pretty good steak sauce, too. Hines 57 sauce. You ever tried that? Ooh, I have, yeah. Yeah, great, great there. 57 spices in it. Oh. <laughs> All right. That is true story. <laughs> Chargers and the Jaguars. Oh, my gosh. Thought, yeah. You know, where know. has the Chargers been all year? Because everything we thought they could be, they unleashed on the Jaguars on Sunday. Or Minshew. Yeah, Minshew. Well, you know, Minshew, he didn't turn the ball over, I don't think. He didn't throw an interception. He just didn't have many yards. The defense didn't help him. No, the defense didn't help him either. One of the most wide-open passes I've ever seen for a touchdown, Hunter Henry catches a 30-yard pass from Rivers. And I'm telling you, there was nobody from the Jaguars. They're in the red zone, and there was nobody within – Five to ten yards for the Jaguars when he caught the ball. But the, the Chargers get the 45-10 win over the Jaguars. Rivers, 314 yards passing, three TDs, no interceptions, believe it or not. Uh, so we can't talk about the turnover tracker with him this, this week. But the Chargers go to five and eight. Jaguars fall to four and nine. Oh, that was a... Nasty game there. Oh, happy day. No, let's save that. Let's save that one for after this. All right, let's talk about okay. Let's talk about one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now, the Tennessee Titans. Take on the Oakland Raiders. Who Ryan we, Tannehill. Who we gave the kiss of death to the Raiders a couple of weeks ago. We need to We need to really, really use that. Man, properly. the Patriots and Cowboys look solid this year, man. <laughs> because I'm telling you, we had the kid, we had that touch where we talk good about a team and they just or a player and they just start going down the tubes. I mean the Raiders. Tom uh, Brady, greatest of all time. Three weeks ago we were talking about what a great job Gruden had done with the great, with the Raiders this year and and they have lost three straight and they haven't even been close uh, as Tennessee just demolishes Oakland forty two to twenty one and yes Ryan Tannehill. There's talk of a contract, a new contract coming from Tennessee. Tennessee thinks Tannehill is their man. So Mariota's done. Mariota, I mean, done. Destined for backup somewhere. I don't think he will be with Tennessee next year. 
no, they need to move on. Yeah, and uh, let's see. Derrick Henry, another guy that is playing great ball. 18 carries, 103 yards, two TDs. I know he is nursing an injury this week. But A.J. Brown, the rookie, five catches, 153 yards, and two touchdowns at the Titans go to eight and five, second in the AFC South. The Raiders fall to six and seven, and they're second in the AFC West. Uh, but I have to say this: Tannehill, 391 yards, three TDs, and one pick. Now the pick—I don't know if you saw this or not, Lynn. He threw the interception. Yeah. You know, a lot of quarterbacks just fade off to the side when it, when there's an interception return. Not Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill uh, made a textbook crushing tackle on the the yeah. Raiders defender. I mean, if you haven't seen this, I need to get the clip up on on, my, on the files. You need to run to the sideline. Yeah. He's on interception to run to the sideline. Oh, no. He he crushed this guy. For a quarterback to hit a guy like that, that was just uh, insane. I was like, wow. So, Tannehill is a folk hero in Tennessee now. I think that he, may, he got, if he didn't have his teammates' uh, vote of confidence before that, he does now. <laughs> they were like, this guy's for real. Alright. Mm. So, happy day. Kansas City okay. Chiefs and the New England Patriots. Mr. Gold Jacket back in. Gold Jacket. I almost didn't get his gold jacket because, guess what? How ironic. <laughs> Some of their equipment didn't make it till 2.30. When you go to New England. They almost had to forfeit the game. When you go to New England and don't have your equipment, how how does this happen? How ironic. The equipment team uh, assumed all the equipment got off the plane. It didn't. Do I? I tell you what. It's actually you don't, the, the, the airline's fault. Yeah, if you don't know how to figure out what happens when you assume things, watch the bad yeah. news. Watch the bad news bears and breaking training, and let. Let the coach for the Bad News Bears, it was the first coach, let him explain to you what happens when you assume things. I'm not going to say <laughs> write it. on the board. Just write it on the board. And just figure it out. For, yeah, write it on a piece of paper right now, and then you can figure it out. Yeah. Oh, God. Great, but, all right, okay, Kansas City. This was a game that was pretty much never in doubt. And I'm not ready to say the Patriots are done yet because the same thing happened last year. At about the same time, they ended up winning the Super Bowl. But I'll tell you this. There are more problems with the Patriots, more weaknesses, I'll put it that way, with the Patriots right now. They have now. no wide receivers. No one to catch the ball, right? Their, their wide receivers struggle except Edelman. Their offensive line can't give Brady time. And it... When you get Brady frustrated, this is what happens. He makes bad, you know, bad, bad throws. He gets, he gets, wants to talk, run his mouth more, and not concentrate on what he's supposed to be doing. He, you saw that when he got in one of the Kansas City Chiefs defensive linemen's face. When you get Brady like that, you got to. And then, oh, I will say this: karma can bite you in the rear, because. Two calls, and I'll go ahead and tell you, New England fans, they were horrible calls. They were horrible calls. Nikhil Harry scored a touchdown. He was not out of bounds at three-yard line. I will admit that. But you ran yeah. out of challenges. You ran out of challenges. What's it like now? 
to find out your team scored a touchdown and it didn't count. Legally, your team scored. I remember it from a couple years ago. Jesse James scored that touchdown. And an obvious oh, catch. Oh, I remember that one. Obvious yeah. catch against the Patriots. Nope. So you, you have to relish in that and see how that feels for a little while. And also, there was a fumble. That was a fumble by Kansas City and uh, should have been a fumble. And that was was – I don't think they were able to challenge that either. So, That's but, a shame. You know, it killed me that it was a fourth down play near the end that Brady ran and looked like – he looked like a 42-year-old man trying to run. I think I could have ran faster than he did that on that. <laughs> and then he got up acting like he had won the Super Bowl. And, you know, really, bud, game over. The play at the end, I was waiting for the officials to call pass interference on that fourth down play, the pass in the end zone. That Rashad Breeland knocked away from Edelman. But, uh, oh, yeah. not No such luck as the Patriots lose their second in a row. 23-16 to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Holmes, 283 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Tom Brady, 19 for 36, 169 yards, one TD, one interception. Patriots, Patriots fought a 10-3. Chiefs moved to 9-4. Oh, stat line for him. Oh, stat line Yeah, him. I mean, there was not much. I'm looking at the offense The the Patriots total offense two hundred seventy eight yards. Not a Patriot kind of game. Time of possession thirty four twenty one for Kansas City twenty five thirty nine for uh, the Patriots. And I'm looking, uh, and you can't say they were penalized too much. Only five penalties for twenty five yards. The Chiefs ten penalties for one hundred thirty six yards. So that was in their favor, definitely. All right, let's move on. As much as we love to talk about that, the uh, Sunday night game, and I guess we had the opposite effect on some people too when we talk about them. We talked about how bad Jared Goff was playing, and in the last two weeks, he's <laughs> he's played like uh, he looks great. Yeah. yeah, and the Rams really shocked me. Because the Seahawks are what I feel like one of the best teams in football, but they didn't look like it Sunday night. They lose to the Rams 28-12. to Jared Goff, 293 yards, two TDs. He did have two picks, but they're using they're doing something now they haven't done. They're using Todd Gurley more. Uh, 23 carries, 79 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Russell Wilson, 245 yards, no touchdowns, one pick as – the Rams get a 28-12 to win in a game that really wasn't close at all. It was 21-3 at the half. Now, this game was important as the Seahawks fall to second now in the NFC West. 49ers moved to first. Rams still in the playoff hunt, hanging in there at 8-5. and five. All right, Monday night. What a matchup, boy. What a matchup. <laughs> The paper MVP, paper MVP Carson Wentz takes on the returning Eli Manning. Eli Manning returning. The he sport. went great in the first he half. Was, he did. I was like, this is going to be good. Eli's coming out. And then it just, second half, it was like they didn't even show up. Fall apart. Uh, yeah. But paper champion, he showed, paper MVP, he shows up. Um uh, 
it was they didn't score any in the second half and still went to overtime. The Giants had a seventeen to three lead, end up losing in overtime twenty three to seventeen. It's just wow. I mean, this is the NFC least. At its oh, best it right there. I was hoping the Giants could win, but I need the Giants to win. So. Oh yeah, you do. You really do. Do y- they play y'all again? Yes. Okay, so if they and beat y'all, that's a sweep. And they'll have the tiebreaker over you. Please, please, Eli Manning. <laughs> Eli finishes 203 yards, two TDs, no picks. Uh, Wentz, Carson Wentz, 325 yards, two TDs, and no picks. As the Eagles win in overtime, 23-17. I mean, I'm just, they are now tied. Technically, Dallas has a tiebreaker because they beat them. They have the same record as the Cowboys now, six and seven. First place. Unbelievable, unbelievable, and in a division that was supposed to be so so much better this year. All right. Only those two teams, though. Only those two. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about next week's game. Tonight's game. I've already made my pick on that. I think everybody will know that. Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah, and 99% of the people think that the same thing. New England at Cincinnati. Well, you know New England's going to win now since they've already got, oh my God. They've got the signals from uh, and no other plays for Cincinnati, so they'll win this for sure. Is it at, is it at Cincinnati? Yes, yes. Mm, I'm still thinking Patriots. <laughs> Uh, so here's here's a quick little update for you. You know the Ravens are playing right now. Lamar Jackson has just passed Michael Vick for most rushing yards ever by a quarterback in a season. What's the score? Yeah, I don't think they've scored yet. It's just they were just okay. updating that. All right, Tampa Bay at Detroit. I'm going Tampa. Tampa. The, I'm I'm praying the turnover tracker gets another week. Uh, the streak is still alive. I want Detroit to win, but I think Tampa's going to win. Yeah, I think so too. Chicago at Green Bay. Ooh, Green Bay. Think I'm going to go with Green Bay. Trubisky's not that great, man. Houston at Tennessee. I'm going Tennessee. Tennessee as well. They're hot right now. Denver at Kansas City. Hmm. Kansas City. KC Now are they going to come off this win over the Patriots like the Houston Texans no. did though, and say, "Look, we beat the Patriots. We don't." And it's the same team that beat Houston Mr. too. Mister Gold Jacket. Mister Gold Jacket. How about Mister Locke? How about Mister Locke, quarterback of the future? Mister Gold Jacket. Will keep everybody <laughs> calm. All right, Miami. Here's a game that you you will be. Keeping a lot of interest okay. in Miami at the New York Giants. Can the stadium just blow up? My, is that? I want the Giants to win. I want the Giants to win, but I think Miami's going to win. Yeah, I think Miami's going to win. Maybe they can just tie, right? Maybe yeah. they can tie. <laughs> I, I think Miami's going to win. Philadelphia Where at is Washington. It at, at New York? It's at New York. Okay. Philadelphia, easily. Watch the stands. It's going to be all Philadelphia fans. Yeah, blue stuff. Seattle at Carolina. Boy, is Carolina give up? 
You know, we yeah, didn't even talk about that game. Carolina got destroyed by Atlanta, forty to twenty, in the first game without Ron Rivera. It, it just looks. All right. yeah. I mean, they need to start all over. I'm going what happened to, to Allen, man? He looked so good for a while. Yeah, I think evidently people figured him out. Yes, I think Seattle's going to crush him. Here's a game that nobody will care about unless they're these two teams fans. Jacksonville at Oakland. Jeez. I think Oakland's going to win. I'm going to go with Oakland, too. Cleveland at Arizona. I'll go Cleveland. 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 Minnesota at the Chargers. Captain Kirk. Are they in playoff contention, Minnesota? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they've got the wild card. So they're, they're only a game behind, and they're actually only a game out of first place in the uh, NFC North. Green Bay. Yeah. Okay. But I think, you know, that'll be, they will have to beat Green Bay. I think Green Bay beat them earlier in the year. The Rams against the Cowboys. I'm going Rams. Go Rams. Go. Go. I think Dallas is going to win. Uh, uh, no, I don't think so. I think Dallas is going to win. The Rams, I hope the Rams, the Rams have win. a the Rams have a winning record now. That's the automatic. Oh, that's true. Then then Dak is not going to do it. That's right. Dak's a great player. He deserves forty million a year. Yeah, if you if it look at the touchdowns, if you could get touchdowns, the field was eighty yards. Yeah, he would get a, a bunch of touchdowns, but. When, <laughs> Mm. I like right. that. That was funny. Atlanta at San Francisco. I think San Francisco. Yeah, San Fran. Okay, big game Sunday night. Buffalo at Pittsburgh. Well, I know who you're picking. Oh, cool. Um, I think Pittsburgh because it's at Heinz Field. I think Pittsburgh's going to win. Okay. If it was at Buffalo, I probably would have said Buffalo. Yeah. All right, Monday night. The Colts at the Saints. Yeah, I'm going New Orleans. Saints. Okay. Saints. I'm going to say the score of that game will be 34 to 14. Yeah, at least. Minnesota and the Chargers, 28 20. I thought you did Monday night. Oh, it, you know, they actually picked. So, I, I, you know, this game probably, you know what it was. I bet you the Minnesota and the Chargers game was supposed to be a Sunday night game originally and got flexed out. So they flexed the Steelers game to Sunday night. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I bet you anything that was what that was. Who will score the most points this week? Hmm. Who are the Saints playing again? (laughs) Saints are playing the Colts. Who just said that thing? I th- I'm telling you, I think uh, New England scores the most this week. Oh, against Cincinnati? Possibly, yeah. And then I'm Cincinnati looking at the other one. That, that stands out. Uh, Giants-Miami could be low scoring. Or Browns-Oakland. Yeah. Right, did you Browns-Oakland? You think who's going to score the f- <laughs> fewest points this week? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. I don't know. Andy Dalton's back. Yeah. They need to keep playing Finley. Are you ready for a ding or do you have something else to talk about? Uh, there's 
there's something we need to talk about. If we did decide, uh, you, well, oh, yeah. oh, I got you. If you did decide to travel somewhere, yeah. If we wanted to get, let's say we wanted to go film the Cincinnati Bengals on the sidelines for, oh for our teams, oh. who would be the best person to call to make that trip happen? TrueNorthVacations.com. You can make your own travel plans on the site, but better yet, I say it every week. Look in the top part. You can send an email, give a call, or a text, and they will help you with anything you need. We said it before, Disney World, Universal, a cruise, fly to Europe, all-inclusive, whatever you need, truenorthvacations.com. Yeah, that is truenorthvacations.com. And you know who needs a vacation right now? Not you. The Tar Heel basketball team. The Tar Heel basketball team looks atrocious. Yeah. They scored 49 points against Virginia, wasn't it? Isn't it 49? Did they sc- They got destroyed by Ohio State. They scored 49 against Ohio State as well. That's what it was. It was okay, 74 to 49. Virginia. They had suffered the worst loss Dude. in the Dean Dome. I saw 49 did points. I, did I not say You and uh, three other guys might could score 49 points. Did I not tell you a few weeks ago, this Carolina team, is when they were ranked number five in the nation, that this team was yeah, not the fifth-ranked team in the nation? Oh, my God. I don't think they're the 25th either. They look horrible. They might miss the tournament this year. They're so bad. Does Clemson play in Chapel Hill this year? Oh, I'm, If they do, they'll break the streak. The streak is like 0 and 59 or something, right? Uh, they'll break the streak this year if Clemson comes to Chapel Hill. Or something. This, now, remember, the year Carolina was 8 and 20 something, they beat Clemson twice. Yeah. But, but this year, oh my God. I don't know what to tell you. There's one player. They play a cupcake this weekend. Oh, they only have Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony. That's After it. that, I don't see anybody. That Baycock guy was supposedly going to be good, but he's just hurt now. And yeah. Leaky Black, who's that? Manly. I can't try to think of all the people on the team. <laughs> um, we got that grad transfer. He's. I don't know, man. You know, this I, is painful. I haven't. I, I will say this about college basketball this year. There is so much, so much. Uh, what do you say? I don't think it's. I don't. I don't think you can. Really, yeah, you don't. You, you, you don't, don't really have a, a standout team. If if one team yeah. gets it up, it's a bad. No, it's a bad time to be ranked number one in the nation or in the top well, five. Move, move along. Yeah. Louisville gets Michigan beat. Michigan got beat this week. Michigan Louisville. got beat. Uh, who else was it got yeah. beat? The other, uh, was it Maryland? Oh, they did beat again. Oh, Maryland got beat recently. Yeah, Maryland like got State. beat by Penn State, I believe. So it was at Penn State, but still, it was a bad. It's a bad. You know, I'm I'm telling you, this top twenty five you see one week in a month may be totally different. But man, my targets look awful. Yeah, they really and do. And it's breaking my heart. But you know who's looking good? The Carolina Hurricanes. <laughs> That's always. They are right now. Yeah. They are third place right now. 
in the best division of hockey, the Metropolitan. The Washington Capitals are, like, insane good, so they're number one. And number two are the Islanders, who have, like, a 12-game win streak themselves. So they're playing in, like, murderer's row of the <laughs> hockey division. They really are. I know there's so many hockey listeners, but it's insane how good that division is. And they're third in it right now. And the top three go, and then there's two wild cards. So you can say, like, they're above the Pittsburgh Penguins right now. And the Penguins are always, you know, solid teams. Penguins are beat up right now, too. Really beat. That's a shame. They, uh, I know you hate that. Uh, you know, I listen to, uh, usually on Monday mornings, I listen to Pittsburgh Sports Talk Radio to hear about, and most of what they talk about on Monday morning is Pittsburgh, the Steelers stuff, but they'll do an update, and I know they talked about the Penguins the other day about how one guy got hurt, one of their star players got hurt in practice. And we talking about in practice. practice. <laughs> we talking practice, about practice, man. <laughs> Not a game, but well, practice. Well, they're fourth in the murderous road division. So they're right, right behind the Hurricanes. Right. The Hurricanes have some really good players. They have that 19-year-old Spexnikov. I just announced his name right. So good. Uh, Sebastian Ajo is really good. They've got uh, uh, Dougie Hamilton. I mean, really Dougie? I, I watched them. Dougie. Dougie's on fire. Dougie Hamilton. <laughs> but anyway, they're looking really good. Um, they got a game tonight at 10 o'clock that I will not be watching against Vancouver. Because hockey lasts three hours, and if it starts at 10 o'clock, there ain't no way I'm staying up that late. No. So I'll find like out me. tomorrow. You're oh, my me. God. Like, I used to go like, well, I could watch the first period. Like they goes off at 11. No. I'll be dozed off. Yeah. I'll be dozed off <laughs> in my chair by then. Oh, my God. So. Yeah. But, so, yeah, Tar Heels suck. Hurricanes doing well. I need the Redskins to keep losing. I need the Giants and Bengals <laughs> to win. Chase Young needs to come to D.C. And that could be, you know, I've been looking at some mock drafts. Not too early. Never too early to look at a mock draft. I've been looking at that, right. and that's a big possibility for the Redskins right there if things stay the same. Borrow number one with the Bengals. Borrow yeah, number one. Yeah. Who are the Giants picking, though, second? They're picking Chase Young, I guess. No, I had somebody had, I can't remember who was ahead of him, but I had Chase Young third, and I cannot remember. Offensive tackle, maybe? At I think it was offensive lineman. I can't remember his name, but yeah. it, it, Chase Young was third. But, yeah. Yeah, never too early. Chase Young's going to be good. He's going to be a monster. Um, Talk a little bit about, I'm going to talk a little bit about now, uh, final score interviews we got coming, uh, which I did one last night with a Super Bowl winning kicker. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, yeah, and, and really great, really great to talk to this guy. I don't know if you remember not, Chris Jackie, who was the kicker for the Green Bay. Yeah, there he is. Green Bay Packers. Yeah. He also played with your Redskins for a short time. Uh, we had very, 100 kickers at one Very, time. very short time. He, he was also it was also pretty pretty cool to hear him. You know, we let off the interview talking about um, he he moved from Richmond, Virginia to Dallas, Texas in the 70s because of his father's work. And 
Uh, he said, you'll never guess who I pulled for living in Dallas. And I said, don't tell me the Cowboys. He said, no. He said, I pulled for the Steelers. Steelers always beat the Cowboys. So, uh, oh. yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. We, you know, told a lot of stories about the Packers and some of we talked uh, talked about. I uh, did not realize one of his one of his good friends was uh, Don Mikowski. And for you people that don't know who Don Mikowski is, a former quarterback at the University of Virginia, and he was the quarterback that got hurt. And after that, Brett Favre took over. Oh wow! They called him the Magic Man, Don Mikowski. But yeah, we've got that. Uh, we got a couple. Uh, couple of former players coming up and also kind of this is sports related but one i'm really really excited about sports related and kind of my entertainment side related too when we talked you, you remember and i have to put this up on our podcast as well we talked about our top 10 movies sports movies of all time and i think both yeah. of us had this movie in our top 10 was remember, who, who's remember the titans Oh, Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Yep. Uh, okay. You know, and I, this funny story, this is what how some of these things hit me sometimes. Monday, I'm off work. I'm sitting. Well, I'm not sitting. I'm folding up clothes, actually. Putting them up. Just strange story. I know. Uh, and Hoosiers comes on. So I'm, and I autom- automatically, I really start taking my time folding up clothes because I'm sitting there watching that. And I'm distracted. I get distracted easy by stuff like that. But I got thinking, you know, this would be so, you know, some of these guys would be good to interview on the final score or on on the fly, whichever one. Probably both was what I'll put that on. Uh, And I started looking up the guys on there. Didn't realize, I don't know if you remember Dennis Hopper, you know, he played shooter. Yeah, he was the assistant coach. He played shooter, the town drunk that became the assistant coach. Didn't realize he had passed away in 2010. Really? Yeah, I, I was kind of shocked that. by that. And, of course, I was uh, I didn't even bother trying Gene Hackman. You know, I'm pretty sure that uh, the final score would not be on his list of people to do interviews with. But got to looking at some of the guys, and, of course, I found uh, found found one of them pretty quick and sent a message to him, didn't get a response, still hadn't got a response. But there was the second one, and you guys will remember his name. He played a guy named Buddy. The guy, and the best way I can tell you who he was, there was a game in the playoffs that they played when Gene Hackman said, "You got to play defense on this guy." By the end of the game, I want to know, I want you to know what kind of chewing gum he he chews. And then when he fouls out, he fouls out at the end. Gene Hackman just looks at him on the bench and he says, "It was Dentine." So uh, yeah, this this guy's (laughs) this guy's Brad name is Brad Long, and I'll be I'll be interviewing him this week. Really excited about that. This is one of you know one of my all-time favorite movies was Hoosiers, and I mean you, if you can't get into that movie, something is really wrong with you. Uh, whether you're a basketball fan, sports fan, or not, that's that's a great movie. So, looking forward to that. I've got some I've got some more booked or some more that have have agreed to do interviews, and I've just got to book it with the holidays coming up. Uh, after the first of the year, they'll probably I'll probably get most of them done. But um, anyway, I know you're probably probably just about to your destination. Now, Lynn is mobile this week. I just drove into the driveway right then. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. 
So we're going to let Lena's actually uh, ventured out, ventured down south to uh, to North Carolina from New York. So uh, he's going to be enjoying holidays, man. Oh, so you're going to be here till the holidays? Yes. Yes. Wow. I'll be here from the twelfth. Yeah. yeah. Not too bad, huh? Oh, remote work. Remote work. I've tried to figure out. I've tried to figure out how I could do remote work, but I don't think I could cut. Most uh, of my work is meetings. So I, you cut, yeah. I don't think I could cut T-bones from home. No, probably not. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, guys. Well, you could just bring them in the next day. Yeah, I've got a pretty much a saw sitting right here in my in my office over here. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, guys, that's going to do it for this week. Hope you guys have a great week, and uh, Lynn, we'll be in touch with you yep. this week. We'll get something straight for next for next week's show. But big things, big things coming for the final score, guys. We're not gonna let the cat out of the bag yet, but we got something big on the horizon. Uh, thank you all for your support. Thank you guys for listening. That's gonna do it for tonight. Lynn, have a great week of remote work, <laughs> and we'll see you next I'll week. Try. We'll see you next week on The Final Score.